Crank me up, baby. Welcome to episode number 258 of the Barrel Proof Podcast. Uh, I am your host today, tonight, this morning, whenever you happen to be listening to this, Taylor Sorrells. Uh, I got Patrick Arkenberg, man in the, the dials and buttons. Uh, and we don't have Robbie or Ty tonight. Uh, soccer and other obligations uh, that are probably actually important got in their way. Life. Uh, yeah, life in general. Uh, but Patrick makes a, another appearance on the pod. Glad, glad, you, glad you're going to talk this time. Patrick. I got a microphone. And people can hear you. It's going to be great. New that, experience yeah, for helps. everyone. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lots to talk about, guys. Uh, we took a week off last week because at least two-thirds of us, three-quarters three of us were on spring break. Uh, all, uh, the kids were definitely all on spring break. Uh, and a lot has happened since then. Um, let's go through the list. Uh, and I'm going to – I wrote about this on Monday, so if you happen to have read uh, the – Cooper's website recently. Uh, I'm gonna unfortunately be repeating a little bit, but and and or if you didn't know, Taylor writes an article. I do I do, do that. Uh, <laughs> LouisvilleCoopers.com. Check it out. We don't make any money on advertising. Um, let's see. Let's start with the the first things first. Uh, big congratulations to uh, Derek Davis and Metro Louisville FC for Huge. winning the PASL National Championship uh, a couple week. I guess last weekend, weekend before. Can't honestly recall. Uh, but awesome accomplishment for that. That's a first-year outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek has a lot of belief in the guys that he has playing for him. He Every time you hear him talk about it, uh, he just glows about the, the guys that he's got. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of hard work, I know, and a lot of effort to get them down to the national championship took place in Houston. It was just like they played like five games in two days or something like that. Crazy. Uh, and ended up beating the team in the championship game that beat them in their, their opening round game. So, uh uh, a team out of Wichita. Uh, so awesome for Derek and awesome for all those guys. Uh, and I, I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, a Metro guy was a player that's like MVP, tournament MVP or whatever. Um, and I you know, apologize for not having that name handy. I uh, feel bad about that. I'm sure he's, a, he's an awesome dude uh, and obviously played well enough to get that kind of recognition, which is cool. Uh, Metro Louisville is playing in the NPSL, uh, which I think is currently fourth, third or fourth tier. In the pyramid, such as it is, uh, but you know, there's some really good NPSL teams, Chattanooga FC mm-hmm. and uh, Detroit City being the most notable too. But there's a lot of them, um, and it's very cool that Metro Louisville is going to join their ranks. Right. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't think they're playing in the in the same division as those guys because because there's like hundreds of, of NPSL teams. But uh, I'm sure when that schedule comes out, watch their Twitter, watch their Instagram, watch their Facebook, uh, and you can get details on that. I know Derek is trying to play those outdoor games all over the city right. he doesn't want one dedicated place just so he can kind of evangelize which is cool yeah so uh, be on the lookout for that because that season starts usually once college lets out so come after derby probably is, is generally when npsl season starts maybe they can set up a uh, friendly with uh, the old Louisville city maybe maybe kind of cool I, I don't think anybody would be opposed to it the question is how how is louisville city gonna fit that in their incredibly busy schedule fair uh which we're gonna get to a little teaser there guys it's called <laughs> it's called foreshadowing um <laughs> i did a thing uh, there you go. Uh, speaking of Chattanooga, uh, Louisville City played a friendly against them over the weekend and won that game three to two. Uh, goals from I think what is it? Brian Ombi, uh, Cam Lancaster scored the game winner, and Jimmy right. McLaughlin got on the board uh, for the first time in preseason. He was very happy about that. Um, didn't fans got to go? I didn't go. Ty might have gone. We don't know because he's not here and hadn't so talked right, to us about uh, it. Close to seventeen hundred, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, That's pretty good. They numbers. played a nice. They played a nice place. Um, so awesome there! Uh, glad to win a friendly after a couple of defeats or 
three, four defeat, three defeats in Texas, which I'm going to gloss over because we lost all those games and didn't score any goals in any of them. But I'm sure the the team learned a lot. Um, played played in Austin uh, the Friday before we recorded last, uh, and then played uh, in Houston like the following Sunday or something. And again, two zero losses in all three games. Um, but consistent, except, yeah. At least they're consistent. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, we don't know anything about it. I'm sure Hackworth had a, you know, you get a lot of film and a lot of things to look at and consider and figure out what you need to work on, what you did well, et cetera. That's the point of these games anyway. It's got nothing to do with winning and losing necessarily. It's more to do with, uh, you know, as, as we all know, preseason is a time to figure out what you've got. Right. And so I'm sure that they did a lot of that uh, in, their, in the Texas swing. Uh, next on the dash, uh, Racing Louisville has announced uh, the addition of five more players to their roster. Uh, let's see if I can find their names. Jorian Balcom, Neely Martin, uh, Shelby Money, my favorite player, just Money. because she has the most the coolest name. Uh, Vanessa Kara and Noel Higginson. Um, they were all non-rostered invitees, and I, we knew a little bit about them coming in because the the club did did a thing on them, and I I wrote a little bit about them as well. Um, all good players. A couple of them played in uh, one. I, I can't remember who, so apologies there. But I want to say Jorian Bakum had played in uh, Germany last season, uh, and I think either Neely Martin or Noel, actually Neely Martin's from Alabama. Uh, Noel Higginson, uh, or I, I can't remember. One of them played in Switzerland, which is not, not Switzerland, Sweden, which has actually got a pretty good uh, women's league. Um, and we'll we'll learn more about them as we go. But uh, glad to have more depth on the squad. We've got 22 players now, which is great because we have a game on uh, Saturday, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, Patrick, you know anything about these girls? No, no. Uh, they did announce uh, the rest of the coach staff, though. Yeah, I was getting to that. Oh, uh, one of welcome. which happens to be Kylie Polk, which uh, is my son Court's uh, coach. Oh, that's really here cool. at Little City. Yeah, she's. I know she has a racing team as well. Hmm. Uh, racing academy team but so she's a very busy person but it's super cool that she's on the staff uh, the other members in, uh, include uh, the top assistant a guy named Gary Kernin. Uh I can't remember much about him but I know he's a really highly, highly qualified guy a license from USSF all that good stuff um, uh, goalkeeper coach Sergio Gonzalez who is gonna be joining us late because he's finishing up a college season I want to say with Rutgers or something but I may be making that up somewhere over somewhere out east uh, high performance coach Brianne Brown and like I said, Kylie Polk is going to be another another assistant for, for Christy Holly. Uh, so glad we have names for the people that are that have been that have been on the bench. Uh, another interesting th- and cool thing to note is that Tim Dobrovolsky has been helping goalkeeper training. Yep. Uh, I didn't know he'd stayed in town. Tim is a absolute stand up dude. Uh, you know, it's I, I still am, am bummed that he didn't couldn't stick around with Louisville City, but I'm glad he stayed here. Like I said, glad he stuck here. Hopefully he finds a, a home here somewhere with, I don't know if it's the academy or maybe he's got a real job um, <laughs> uh, or something. But, it, you know, if he wants to keep doing soccer, we'd love to have him because he, he was always a really cool guy and uh, worked hard and earned a lot of guys' respect. Yeah, it was definitely unfortunate uh, hearing that he wasn't re-signed this season. So, yeah, yeah. glad poor, he's still here. Poor Timbo. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, we talked about Austin. We talked about Houston. Oh, Louisville City's got a new player. Wait a minute, uh, to backtrack track. We've, we've signed all these players. We know all these names. Mm-hmm. But what are we going to be wearing? That's a good question. We find out tomorrow. Do we? Tomorrow, yeah. I need there's to pay a, more attention. Some tweet came out today. Good. You wouldn't good. know. You're, you're not on the Twitter, so you wouldn't know. I, I have one. I'm just not on it. You're yeah, right. well, it's, it's definitely better for your mental. <laughs> um, yeah, jerseys drop 
tomorrow, tomorrow being Thursday, probably the day you're hearing this. So today, today it's going to happen. I don't know what time. I would guess 10 a.m. because that's when things tend to happen for some reason. Um, but looking forward to it. Matt Wolf designed it. Uh, he just, and his design for the Sky Blue, now Gotham FC, uh, uh, redesign just came out or like yesterday, day before, or something like that. Uh, and it looks pretty cool, I guess. I like it. It's it's well done. Um, I li- I'm looking forward to see when, what else it does. It's, it's, it's black and it's kind of like a, it's what the color, Statue of Liberty green. Like, mint. whatever. Mint. Yeah, yeah. We can call it that, I guess. I mean, it's it's close. Oxidized copper. Yes, there you go. That's that's <laughs> what I want. It has, it has some name like limestone gray or something, okay. you know, like that. Uh, some proprietary thing that they've got a trademark on, I'm Close sure. to mint. Yeah, we're going to call it close to mint <laughs> green. Just trying to be like us. Yeah, but, yeah, so we get, we get kits tomorrow, Sweet. 4 8, uh, two days before the game. Uh, so, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, dropping a lot of money on a jersey for uh, hope, myself, stock my wife, my daughter, maybe one of my boys. We'll just have to see how that goes. I usually, my, my game, my, I'm, I'm, a bit of a cheap ass, so like I usually wait until like December when all the jerseys go on sale. Right. Uh, but Christmas. they've grown out of all of their ones they have now, so I've got to. I'm gonna have yeah, to do we, something. we weren't able to buy any in December. Yeah, that's true. At least no new ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, back to where I was. L- new player alert: uh, Jorge Gonzalez uh, from Portland Timbers slash Portland Timbers Two mm-hmm. on loan for an entire for the entire season with us. I have a. I think that. Our front office and the Timbers front office, specifically Merritt Paulson, who owns is the like majority owner of the Timbers, are on pr- pretty good terms. Uh, seem to see things in similar ways, which is pretty cool. I th- yeah. I feel like Louisville and Portland are kind of similar as cities in in, in a way. Uh, you know, certain kind of outpost in a in states that are very different from the the city that this that they happen to sit in. Mm. Um, Portland's probably a lot cooler. Uh, weather-wise, but um, <laughs> I've got and I've got family that lives in, that lives in Oregon, and they're they're big Timbers fans. Um, but anyway, uh, Jorge Jorge Gonzalez, kind of attacking midfielder, plays of the wing, can play uh, can play up front, uh, right or left side, and and, pro- and perhaps even as a ten. Definitely not a position of need for Louisville City. I was about to, I was gonna say because um, originally I saw that he was a. Midfielder. I, I, wasn't I was sure hoping he for was, a six. Yeah. I was hoping uh, to take over Speed's position, but uh, but now I guess he'll be kind of battling with PDP. Uh, maybe Paolo, maybe Corbin, maybe Antoine and uh, Ombi were the ones whose names Hackworth specifically mentioned okay. in, in his press release. I mean, it's always good to have a little bit of pressure on the boys, you know, just to you know try to make them a little bit better, make them work for the spot a little bit more. But well, That's true, but also he's going to have plenty of opportunities to play because, again, the schedule is insane. It's, I, I, I guess I haven't actually looked we're, at it yet. We're, we're, we're getting there. We'll get we're there. Getting to okay. it. We'll get there. Um, and I, I need to actually look at it. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's really kind of going to be a good thing because OMB runs so hot. Uh, you, you get tired doing it. You can't do it. You can't do that twice a week. You can't, you know, you, you can't put in that kind of, the kind of effort that he that he does that in that with, with that little time to recover. Yeah. Can't talk. Um but you know he's. I think he's going to be a quality player. He scored what eight goals in fourteen games for Timbers two last year. Oh, That's pretty, pretty damn good. Uh, we could we could use some you know some more Goal goal scoring. Nice, Certainly yeah. never hurts to have that. Uh, so yeah, welcome to Louisville, Jorge Gonzalez. Now now you got to figure out because you got him and Jonathan uh, Gomez, yeah, uh, on the team. Who gets to be Jogo, <laughs> right? So I don't think well, it's really a question. But I, I mean, we, 
Jorge Gonzalez Gonzalez is a is a little a lot to say. So I wonder if he's got a nickname. I'm sure something will come yeah. up soon. Hopefully it's not Jogo. Yeah, it can't be Jogo. Can't be. We already have one. Yep. Uh, for at least a little while longer. I want. I do wonder what's going to happen with him. I hope he plays a lot for starters. Yeah. Uh, and they the club did a you know kind of a uh, feature on him earlier uh, last month or something like that, talking about you know how he's got big plans to go to Europe as soon as he's eligible, which which happens uh, like September or something like that this year. So it makes me wonder: Are they are we going to be able to keep him through the end of our season, or is he going to be? Or are we, we going to you know ship him to whoever wants to buy him? Right. Like, I, if I'm a club taking a, I wouldn't say a flyer because I think he's going to be a really good investment for somebody. But I'm not going to I'm not going to be willing to wait while he finishes one season so he come play for me. For sure, I want him to come right now. So I have to wonder how that's going to go. But you know, it's, you only have so much control over those sorts of things. Like you want to do right by the kid and get him to the next level where he needs to be. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if that means that we lose him in the middle of the season, well, then that's what happens. Right. Um, but I'm interested. I don't. I, I have no idea how that's going to play out, but it's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, he definitely deserves to go on to do uh, bigger and better things. He's a great player. But I guess the, the one good thing about that is he's fairly like-for-like like with, with Oscar. So yeah. we're not, I, I wouldn't say that we're – I can't say that we're not losing anything if he does leave. But at least we do have, you know, this – Yeah. Somebody you know, back there. Iron Man. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, that's what's up uh, with, with new players, and we talked about racing's new players. Uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah. Um, so here's where we're, here's what I've been teasing for, like, a couple minutes. Uh, schedule. <laughs> uh, so the U.S. Open Cup, which is definitely not an Open Cup in any way, shape, or fashion. Not uh, anymore. This, this, this time around, and we've talked about that, uh, has cut back even further uh, the number of teams that are going to be playing in it this year. I want to say it's, it's down to like 16, maybe, or something like that. There's only four USL teams that are going now instead of eight. And wow. the four teams they picked were the ones that made the conference finals uh, in USL last fall. So it's us, it's Tampa Bay, it's Phoenix, and it's, I want to say El Paso. Yeah, I was thinking either El Paso or yeah, New I Mexico. I think it is El Paso because it... San Antonio got the shaft. Okay. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, so I, I would if I'm those four teams that didn't get make it, I'm pretty pissed at U.S. Soccer. And it, the reason it didn't work is because U.S. Soccer sucks at logistics in under the best of circumstances. Uh, and then throw a pandemic in, and the fact that they didn't really have qualifying for any of, for any of the amateur teams, et cetera, and the fact that they really don't actually give a shit about the Open Cup, uh, th- this is what you get. So, uh, but it also makes it so that if there was a year that a non-MLS team was going to win it, this might be it, because there's only eight MLS teams that are in. Four uh, NISA teams, four USL teams, four USL League One teams, and I think that's it. Um, so, I'm sure my math is off there somewhere. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely... No, I think it's two... Sorry. Two NISA teams, two League One teams. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that rounds out to 16. I think that's the way it works. Um, so, yeah, there, if there's a year that... that a non-MLS team could win it. This might be it because the odds are a little bit, you know, more favorable. Uh, so, and that, and that brings up the question of how, you know, how seriously is Louisville City going to take the tournament given how crazy the schedule is? Um, and so I think, I think the answer is going to be very seriously because this is a good, this is a good year to try and do it. Your, your odds are never going to be better. You don't have to fight through two rounds of uh, non you know, professional teams or whatever before you get to playing the hard games. 
Uh, so you, from a scheduling standpoint, it's a little bit, you know, easier to manage. But, you know, we're one of the, you know, the four USL teams that has to play extra games and none of the rest of them do. So that means our schedule gets even more compressed. Um, I don't, we, we don't have any idea when these Open Cup games are going to be. I'm hoping it's not in July because we're playing seven games in July. Jeez. Uh, so let's talk about that. The schedule came out. Um, it's got, it's, we're playing, you know, all the teams in, in the Central Division, what, four times, which is I'm, I don't love. But there are fun out-of-conference games. Uh, we get to San Diego Loyal is coming here with Landon Donovan. That is really exciting. That's going to be a – I think that's – I don't know if it's a national How did I miss game. that? Yeah. Very cool. That uh, is really cool. We play uh, Colorado Springs, Switchbacks uh, here, and then we visit – no, sorry. We visit Colorado Springs, and they got a brand-new stadium, so that will be neat to watch on TV. <laughs> uh, and then Hartford, Hartford Athletic, we're going up to Hartford, too. Um, so we start the season off with four straight home games. We only played like five in the last two months, uh, which is tough. Um, I have a feeling that NWSL scheduling and the International Women's Cup have a lot to do with uh, why all that is. Probably. Um, but let's see. Let me look at it a little bit more closely, y'all. Uh, yeah, four straight home games to start out. So April 24th is our first game against Atlanta United 2. Again, I'm not crazy about that being a home opener, but it's better than no soccer at all. Correct. Uh, second game, we've got Birmingham Legion. Then May 22nd is the San Diego game, so that'll be fun. Then the first installment of uh, Lippa FC is May 29th. So that'll be that's Memorial Day weekend. That's a good, and I think uh, that's also Memorial Day weekend is when they have the Indy 500. I think so. That's why Indy's here and not in Indy or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, don't care. Mm. Um, June hand. is fairly normal, uh, except we've got a glut of games like the 12th, 16th, and 19th all back to back to back. Uh, one of those being away at FC Tulsa, which is a long road trip. Yeah, it is. Um, and then July, we got games July 10th. Sorry, 2nd, 10th, 14th, 17th, 23rd, 28th, and 31st. That's a lot of games in July, and I have a feeling that's when Open Cup's going to be falling, too. So there's a couple of Wednesday games in there. Uh, that's really congested. August is kind of is pretty normal, only five, well, four games in August. September's going to be busy. October's going to be super busy. Um, you know, normal schedule, and everybody else is going to be in the same boat we are. Not a whole lot of weekday games. I, I want to say there's only like two or three Wednesdays in that whole schedule. Uh, but just a lot of soccer yes so i almost feel bad for the boys that is it's hard on legs. yeah it's gonna be hard that's why i'm depth is gonna be real important this year which is yeah. why i'm not i don't hate that we sign another attacking midfielder what what we need i would argue is you know i'm just interested to see how the rotation of the back goes um and the other good thing about having that many midfielders is if somebody really wants to play they're going to learn how to play defensive midfield uh and if in case you know paolo has to go down or or whatever it ha- whatever happens, and I don't think I don't know if Paolo's gonna be playing a whole lot of uh, D- or or Tyler Gibson or whoever. Gibson's more likely gonna gonna be sitting in front of the back four or pushing, you know, helping to link uh, midfield up yeah. from from defense. Uh, and he's you know he's a he's got a good attacking mindset as well, uh, but he's kind of it as far as defensive midfield goes. Again, Paolo can play back there. I've got no qualms about that. Right. But it, my guess is if you're a midfielder looking for time, that's that's might be a, an opportunity. Uh, and you're gonna have plenty of it because we got so many games. So, looking forward to seeing how that goes. That's my, frankly, my main concern going into the season is how. A, we're, we're we've had slow starts uh, the last couple of years. I expect we, I, I hope we don't, but I won't be surprised if we have another one. Um, hopefully not quite like last year where we got shellacked. <laughs> we don't talk about uh, that. But you know, interested to see how that turns out. Um, excited in general just for the season to get here. 
Uh, there's going to be a friendly open to most of the public, or maybe just season ticket holders. Can't remember. Uh, if you're a season ticket holder, you got an email about it already, I'm sure. Uh, April 17th uh, at Lynn Family Stadium against Pittsburgh Riverhounds. The only time we're going to see them all season until the playoffs. Uh, always a good game against them. Bob Lilly's teams are all have gotten more and more entertaining to watch over the years, uh, especially since he's been in Pittsburgh, um, probably because he has more money uh, and talent at his disposal than he did in Rochester. Although the Rochester had plenty of talent. I didn't get an email. Uh, but, um, so yeah, that's what's going on with the schedule. I don't want to dive too deep into it. I'm, sh- I'm sure Robbie and Ty would have other thoughts, but they're not here, so you know we'll talk about it maybe next time. Um, what do you think, Patrick? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still a little upset that I didn't get an email. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get okay. there. I, th- I want to say I don't remember how all that works, but I definitely got one, and I haven't. I didn't. I haven't bought tickets yet. I probably will, but I haven't gotten around to it. Um, so now let's talk about the thing that that's uh, probably most pressing. We have a game on Saturday, yes. racing. Their first ever game, Challenge Cup, against Orlando City, Lynn Family Stadium, seven o'clock. Patrick's going. Orlando Pride. Orlando. Is that what I said? I said Orlando City, didn't I? I meant Orlando Pride. Uh, I don't know Alex Morgan for this game. I think she's still on international stuff going on, maybe. Uh, not, I think I think Marta – does Marta play for Orlando City? I'm pretty sure she does. Um, Ashlyn Harris will be there, but she probably won't play. Allie Krieger will be there, may or may not play. They've got a new baby they're, they're having fun with. Um, but I was listening to the Equalizer podcast uh, earlier in the week, and they were giving their rankings about how they thought – uh, the, the eastern part of the, this Challenge Cup series would go, and we're at the bottom of their list because they don't understand how the roster works. And I, <laughs> I understand where they're coming from. I mean, they make good points. Uh, but I will say, like I said, it, and Chrissy Hawley uh, was in the Courier-Journal earlier this week talking about the game, and he said, look, this, this isn't about, you know, if we play ugly soccer and win four games, I'll be upset. I want to play... I want to see my team do the things we've been coached and trying to do. And if we lose all four games but still are accomplishing what we want to accomplish, which I feel like results are, are, should be part of that, and I'm sure they at are. At least part of it, yeah. Uh, but, you know, then I'll, then I'll be okay. Because at the end of the day, the Challenge Cup isn't the regular season. It, it is a trophy. It's not it's something not to play for. Uh, and I, but I think we're going to learn a lot about our team. Obviously, we will because we don't know anything about it right now. I haven't seen them uh, aside from a friendly that you and I were lucky enough to go to. Uh, but yeah. I am excited to watch the watch them play. Yeah, uh, I have the same concerns uh, the folks on the Equalizer do about, you know, how all this is going to fit together. Uh, there's, re- you know, we have one defensive midfielder. I think Taylor Otto is the only one I could I would really call that. Um, love watching Lauren Malay play. Wonder uh, how that's all gonna how she's gonna fit on the field with everybody else. Uh, I'm sure that you know that we've got a plan and all that good stuff. I just have no idea what it's gonna be. Uh, Michelle Betos, I'm very impressed. I was very impressed with really good communicator. We've talked about that, um, and just uh, I think uh, Brianna and Massey had uh, Aaron Simon and uh, Brooke Hendricks on their podcast uh, a couple weeks ago or maybe a week ago, and it was really interesting to see you know they're how uh, it seems like they're very much on the same page. Uh, it's really get along, and they have nothing but good things to say about their experience here in Louisville so far. Um, and you know I don't. I don't want to be uh, – I mean, I'm not – I try not to be super negative. <laughs> you may not know that, but I, I do. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I'm trying to be – just have tempered expectations about how this is going to go because we're playing against a team that – or against a bunch of teams. Two of the best teams in the league we're playing in this deal, Washington Spirit and North Carolina Courage. 
North Carolina won, you know, the last two uh, NWSL Cups. Uh, there obviously wasn't one last year. Right. Or maybe it was 17 and 18 or 18 and 19. I can't remember which. I want to say it's 18 and 19. I think so, but... Um, now they, they've wrong. lost, you know, they've lost Sam Ewis, they lost Crystal Dunn, uh, and some somebody else I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but are still the class of the entire league. Right. Um, that's tough. Washington Spirit are a really good team. Everybody's got really high expectations for them. They're shooting for to win the league. Uh, Sky Blue has got uh, some really nice things going for them these days, but you know they're not the train wreck that they were about you know 18 months ago. It seems like things have really started to turn around there, which is good. Uh, and you know Orlando's the only uh, outfit that you know is we, is probably maybe they're built really well. It just doesn't work, um, which you know maybe ho- hopefully is the opposite of our problem. Our squad maybe maybe doesn't look like it's built very really well, but it maybe it works. You know yeah. we'll just have to see. Um, like I said, no, the national pundits don't have a whole lot of faith in what we've been doing. Um, but I'm looking forward to hopefully at least making everyone understand what's going on uh, and having some better semblance of an idea myself. I mean, it definitely would be nice to start off the season with some silverware. Um, but, I mean, if nothing else at the end of the day, it's definitely it's a good taste of what we're going to be up against in the season. For sure. So, um, Yeah, so we've got... That game on Saturday uh, at Lynn, uh, it's going to be super fun just to be back in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think that they're only selling – capacity is going to be the same as it was last year so far, I think. So, what, 4,500, 40, 48, 50 or whatever it is. Yeah, something yeah. like that. 4851. Those, Those numbers. Yeah, right and around a half. They, you know, Yeah, half. That, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was good. Uh, so, the, for those of you who are lucky enough to go, it's going to be an awesome experience. Um yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be streamed on uh, Paramount Plus. If you haven't got that already, you should, because that's where all the Champions League, Europa League, and some other league is. is, is all the soccer ins. Yeah, all the, the you know the good the good stuff that you want to see uh, is on that platform. Um, and so all the in, all the Challenge Cup games, all the NWSL League games will be on there. Uh, and so we'll def- we will be we will be watching. Um, so that's the first of our four games. We I think we are away to Washington Spirit. Uh, the following week, which is doesn't isn't going to conflict with the uh, isn't going to conflict with the friendly against Pittsburgh that Little City's got. They're on different days, which is great because uh, originally there was going to be a conflict there, and that was going to be a real problem. But now there's not. It's great. Good. Uh, and then I think what's uh, April 26th is the next uh, home game against. I want to say Sky Blue. I can't remember. I'm just rambling now. Patrick, help me out here. Um, with that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, and so, yeah, that's kind of what all is going on with uh, Louisville City and racing right now. That's a lot of news. I know I blew through a lot of stuff and didn't leave a whole lot of air for Patrick to fill. Good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I was uh, definitely concerned early on that there would be conflicts game-wise just because, I mean, having two different teams playing in the same stadium, I mean, there's only two days in a weekend. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I assume they got that all figured out. I mean, there's smarter people taking care of that than yeah. I. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't even really looked at a calendar. Calendar all these dates, like how that's all going to get, how that's all going to work. But I am excited about it. Um, so much soccer. There's going to be so, so much, much soccer. soccer. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be. Th- I'm, I'm glad when this time of year comes around because then I don't. I can stop watching so much stuff on TV because <laughs> it's just my my. I only have so much capacity. Right. Uh, and so I can finally just say, okay, put that to the side. Sorry, Champions League. Don't care so much about you. Right. We have USL soccer to focus Man. on now. Much live more, soccer. Much more watch. important. Yeah, live soccer, which right. is which is better. 
no question. So yeah, that's all I got. Um, I think Patrick, you want to talk about your whistle? Uh, there might be a whistle coming. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I mean, until I until I know for sure that it's happening. Okay, we'll leave we'll, we'll leave it at that. It's it's a whistle. Uh, okay. Um, Adult League started the other night. I'm not going to talk too much about that. Other than they're happening and it's fun, uh, and the fields are super are awesome to play on. So if you guys if you're in, interested in playing outdoor soccer in Louisville, there's no better place to play than out here. This is awesome. Uh, lights and no beer yet. We're getting there. Um, BYOB? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. It's one of those forgiveness permission type yeah. deals. Cross that bridge when we get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you do any S barrel proof? No, I forgot to even send the thing out. So, uh, you know what? There might be some. I'll we say it's look. Wednesday. Some might be a at random question. At least one person Let's has to know that. Every now and then you, you get it. Let's look. One of our eight listeners has to know it's Wednesday. I don't know. It's COVID. It's the days run together. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, you know what? Somebody did. Look at there. Well, it's not. It's less of a question and more of a request, which is I'd love to hear an interview with Jogo talking about his experience in Europe over the winter and potential move later this year. I also would love that, Jordan. Uh, so, you know, maybe we'll get him on. I don't know. Ty, Ty's the man with, with yep, the connections. Talk to Ty about that. office these days. Um, so we'll have to work on that. That's That's all I got. But good luck, because it took me six months to talk him into getting George Davis on. So that's true. You know, we'll get you know, baby steps. <laughs> we're not we're not scouts or anything. You know, scouts scouts gets all man. Things. They're killing it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I got no. I got no. No, no not mad about him. No. All right, man. Well, if that's all you got, that's all I got. I know we blew through a lot of stuff really fast. Normally, that's the type of thing I'd spend half an hour chewing on. Uh, each each topic, but we didn't have so anybody much. to interrupt you. That's true, which is good. <laughs> I need I need someone to interrupt me. That's why. Yeah. Well, we need Ty, Ty and Robbie come back, save us. All right, man. Well, that being that, is a it's you know action-packed episode, but but short. So that's sometimes that's a good thing. It, you won't you know find something else to listen to on your on your drive wherever you're going. Uh, if that's what you do, that's what I do. I listen to podcasts in my car. All the time. Anyway, yeah. Typically, when I'm driving, that's what I try to do. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll be back. We'll be back. Well, we will be back next week to talk about uh, racing's first ever game. Looking forward to it. Yeah, right. season's on. We're yeah, back man. to weeklies. But run with us. Vamos. All that good stuff. Yeah. Adios, amigos. Bye.